Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sunday School at Modern Mystic Shop. My name is Kelly Knight. I am the shop owner and your host for this podcast where every single week we bring in experts on metaphysics into the store and you get to listen in to their live classes and teachings. This week is really cool. Uh, We're working with Jai Devi. She is a medicine woman and you know I was really excited to see her on the docket because I actually don't know as much about herbalism and plant medicine as I do about other topics. So I'm always curious to learn from those people who have actually worked with the essence and the spirit of plants, like my husband Brandon. He knows so much about it and it's not so much my thing. And so I'm always so happy when we're able to bring an outside expert so you guys get to learn more. And so this person in particular, she's actually a medicine woman. She was raised in the tradition of herbalism in Morocco and then she went into Western herbalism. She's a therapeutic yoga teacher, Yusu Reiki master and teacher, shaman, herbalist, addiction counselor. It goes on and on. And she really connects the mind, body, and soul through psychosomatic and psycho-spiritual approaches. She really does a lot of work in trauma, in trauma theory, and then she marries that with this ancestral matriarchal wisdom to create a really, really nice teaching and place for growth. So this week, Jai Devi came to our class right around Earth Day. How perfect was that? Uh, And she explained and taught all about how to use herbal medicine as this spiritual exchange and how this can be such an intimate experience, but also broader as an ancestral experience. And she teaches all the ways that you can build a relationship with these plant allies to really heal and nourish yourself, not just physically, but also emotionally and spiritually. So that's what the topic is for this week. So if you're into plants and herbalism and you're curious about it, this is the perfect, perfect podcast for you. So without further ado, Jai Devi, as she introduces to you the spirit of plants like to start with the ohm or any sound of your choice just for us to tune into our heart centers and get out of our heads so I invite you to take a comfortable seat maybe relax the shoulders allow your back to rest comfortably on the chair and if you feel compelled to do so you may close your eyes go within or keep your eyes open it's totally and entirely up to you we're gonna inhale deeply exhale completely Two more times, inhaling, exhaling, one last time, inhale, and I invite you to join me, Thank you for being here and for allowing me to share my humble understandings with you. I am Jaya Devi. I come from the Shloh tribe of the uh, Moroccan Atlas mountain range. And I also honor my ancestors from the Colombian Andes. So this is my ancestor background. Talk a little lower. Yeah, okay. So this is my background, and I pay my respects to my ancestors, to your ancestors, and to the 
people of this land. So I understand that we are in Muscogee Creek territory land. So I want to pay my respects to the first people of this land and ask for their blessing and their authorization for us to discuss the spirit of the plants today. Uh, if we have any people, person that identifies as a Muscogee Creek person, at any time you're more than welcome to um, share your understandings of the spirits of this land, and we will have the opportunity to share a song, a prayer, so you're more than welcome at that time to share um, any of your callings. So today we're going to be discussing the spirits of the plants and how we can connect with the plant, the plant quindom, as I like to call it, um, from an energetic perspective in a spiritual manner. Uh, what you are being handed before we move forward so that you know what you have in your hands, it's a flower essence of St. John's Wort and redwood root essence. And so we will come to the story of how these two ended in your cup uh, as we move through the presentation today. Um, so we are all familiar of how we connect with the plant um, in, with medicines from a, uh, in, a more allopathic, in a more allopathic manner in the sense that we seek uh, healing from plants and we try to understand, as Kirsten was explaining, the um, uh, physiological benefits that they have on us. Uh, what we're going to discuss today is the energetics, how we can connect with the plants from a spiritual perspective and how we can develop a, a reciprocity, a sense of, yeah, a, recipro a reciprocal, I don't know if that's an English word, but um, a way to have a mutually benefiting relationship with the plants. And so by doing so would be to, for instance, instead of looking at the plants in the way that, what can you bring me, just as we uh, do to connect with human beings. Let's say if you step into a room and you're drawn, naturally drawn to someone, usually it, it means that we have something to teach one another. And we tend to respect each other in the sense that we show interest and the person usually reciprocates by showing interest in, in, in a respectful manner. And unfortunately, in um, the Western herbalism world, and I'm not saying that that's a gener generality, but um, it, it happens very often that we're seeking healing from plants, but we sometimes forget to pay our respects to the plants and to express curiosity in what the plants has to tell us. So that is uh, what we will experience today, and that is an invitation to do so. Uh, before that, I forgot to pr properly present myself. So I was raised in Morocco. I don't come from the Western world. I was born in Colombia, raised in Morocco, and it is through a scholarship that I obtained to go to college that I was able to come to North America. So I completely understand that I was not exposed to the Western media and Western culture in the same way that most of my people here uh, have been. And I don't have the pretension to say that I understand more. I only have maybe a little more connection to Southern cultures. That is all I say. And I personally have been very immersed in the Western culture, and I even lost my way for a few years, which happens, you know, it's a culture shock. And 
all that we will be doing today is remembering. So there is nothing that I teach you. I don't present myself as a teacher. You are my teacher as much as I am your teacher. Um, but we help each other remember. So maybe through my cultural background, I'm able to stay in touch with certain teachings. Maybe through your cultural background, you will teach me and, and allow me, invite me to be in touch with some of your teachings as well. At the end of the day, this is information and knowledge that is intrinsic to us as human beings. And I believe that the plants remind us how to be humans, how to be mammals, in this planet, on this living planet. So to start with, as an offering, I would like to burn some mugwort. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> I would like to uh, smudge as an offering to the land some mugwort that I foraged in um, Northern California. And so that is a good example of how you can connect spiritually with the plants. I moved to Northern California after seek, really in search of a deeper connection with the earth. So I immersed myself in nature and in the study of plant medicine and addiction counseling. Welcome. <laughs> and um, during that time, I was, my mind was very drawn towards certain plants, but it wasn't really coming from a hard place. It was, again, from a very my, um, mental place of studying the plant and trying to connect with the plant for the pharmacology of it. And so mugwort was definitely part of the list and I even tried to grow it. I was living on the coast, it wasn't working because it's a, it's a plant that grows inland. And it was kind of ironic for me to try to grow it when that was its native habitat. So eventually, well, I did grow that plant and I, and I still have that, that one mugwort that I grew. Uh, but eventually, as I started really to connect with um, Yurok, Karuk, and Hupa people, uh, first people of Northern California, uh, of the region that I was in, naturally, mugwort started to appear. So I was doing meaningful work, uh, working as an addiction counselor in a secluded uh, region that was, and that is still struggling with a lot of addictions, unfortunately, and then we can get into that story some other time. <laughs> but... As that happened, it was my understanding of it is that the land was responding to my devotion to actually helping the people. And as I connected more and more with the people, I was invited by a Karuk medicine woman to walk with her and forage mugwort. And since then, I have never seen that much mugwort in my entire life. Fields of silver <laughs> shining mugwort just unfolding and manifesting upon my path. And so those are kind of examples of how when we pay our respect to a land and when we come from a heart-centered place without the expectation to receive something in return, the plant queendom will give you, will provide you with the medicine you need and will just unfold in this magnificent way. So I'm going to stop talking for one second and I'm going to offer mugwort. So here I just demonstrate in one way that we can connect with the plants in the sense of offering. So we were talking about an exchange, a bilateral exchange. So that is one way of doing so um, by offering something instead of expecting a plant to always provide you with medicine and comfort and soothing. And so that is that will be my first advice, how to... That was 
maybe an abrupt transition, but how to connect with the plant in a spiritual manner. So that would be my first suggestion to offer something to the plant. And we don't necessarily always have to um, follow the path that I followed in the sense of just waiting for the plants to manifest. But sometimes when we go on walks, when we step into our garden, when we are at home with our plants, plant allies, plant friends, botanical ancestors, however you choose to describe them, you um, are giving the opportunity to connect. And so a good way to connect in the way of paying um, respect and in a paying reverence, I don't know if that's a way to um, voice it, uh, but would be to offer something. So some people in certain traditions will offer a hair that's very accessible. It, you just pull a hair out and give it. In other, trans, in other traditions, it's actually not suggested. So for instance, Karukyo and, and Hupa people believe that by leaving your hair, you're allowing the bad spirits to mess with you. So it's really very personal. And again, it belongs to you, whatever it is that you offer. You can offer tobacco, you can offer food, you can offer a plant, something that, a crystal, whatever it is that works for you. But that's sense of giving already energetically, you are giving a part of yourself. You are paying respect. It's not only you trying to take something. And again, just as in human relationships, it takes years for us to build a friendship, for us to build that sense of belonging, for us to build that trust. And with certain plants, um, sometimes, welcome. And with this relationship with plants, sometimes we have that expectation that we're going to connect with the plant, I'm going to sit in the meditation with the plant, and I will have this huge download. And I'm going to channel all of this information right away, and if it doesn't happen, it means that I'm doing it wrong. But just as with any practice, it takes time. And we should not expect that... The, the moment that we open the door to communicate with plants, that the plants are going to respond to us immediately and provide us with that huge download that we're expecting or that huge enlightening whatever experience that we're expecting. But they do are responding maybe in more subtle way in our body sensations. Maybe we're feeling something in our belly. Maybe we are have memories that are coming back to surface that have a lesson for us. And those are subtle ways for us to listen to what the plants have to say. Another way to connect that I would invite you to do so is would be, for instance, to um, be open. Um, when you go out on a walk, and you can do this with your, with, with your, um, with your plant allies in your home, uh, with, with your house plants, um, you can allow yourself to be open to receive whatever message is being brought to you. And when we go out and walk, maybe you can notice how you're naturally drawn to this plant or how you notice the beautiful color of this flower. And by doing so, maybe saying to the plant, oh, you're beautiful. You are so shining, you're gorgeous. Look at this vibrant color that you have. And the plant feels this energy, feels that you're um, pouring love and uh, admiration to, the, to its beautiful expression. And basically, the way that we would like to connect in a spiritual manner with plants is start, starting to think in a multidimensional way, in how we connect with one another um, without necessarily using the verb or without necessarily using our minds and psyches um, or, or 
mental brain and um, allowing our intuition to uh, lead the way in the way that we connect with plants. For instance, the other essence that you have in your cup is a redwood root essence. And I believe that those examples speak for themselves, so I, I feel compelled to share these with you. Um, as I was hiking in Northern California, and I told this story to Kirsten <laughs> already, um, I came across a redwood tree that had just fallen down and it was uprooted. And uh, that was a pretty magnificent. Uh, those trees are huge. So for those that don't know what the redwood tree is, is part of the, it's a part of the sequoia family. And those are the tallest uh, trees on earth. Their root system is, I think, two times or twice, or maybe 1.5 the, the length of their um, size, height. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, um, those energetically, I felt very drawn to, to that tree and to the root. Uh, but again, we want to connect in a respectful manner. So what I did is that I walked around and I sat on the tree and I sat in a meditation and I just sat there. I offered what I had with me to offer. I had some food. I always offer some food. If I have food with me, I always offer it. I leave it for the, to, to the spirits, to the animal beings of the land. Um, and... Whatever I have with me, I just offer it to, to the land. And I sat in the meditation, and eventually the tree invited me to forge some of its root to create, um, to create an essence. And that was the, the, the spirit of the redwood speaking to me, because I wasn't an intention, and I don't even know if that exists. And that's an invitation for you when we are uh, looking into connecting with the plants from a spiritual manner. The plants will have teachings for you. And they will show you ways to use them that maybe weren't traditionally used. And if we think about it, herbalism and all of this material medic medica that we have, those are relationships that humans have developed with the plants. Uh, they, they were plant-guided, but human-created. And we, each individual, has the ability to create its own medicine guided by the spirits of the plants. So that is a very uh, good reminder that you are a medicine person and all of you are medicine people. We all carry that within ourselves. And when we connect with the plants, they will guide us in ways that maybe were not traditional. And then when you share it with the word, you receive the immediate validation that it does carry medicine. Um, because again, it was done in a respectful manner. And it was done from a place of openness, receptivity, and mutual exchange. Uh, so that will be my advice. Again, that's, that's one uh, example of the essence that you have with you. And the energetics that I, ch that I felt that I understood were, were provided to, to us was a deeply rooting essence, rooting those energies, feeling that, you're that you have that sense of belonging to the earth, to your environment and that you can claim as much space as you wish. Um, this is a redwood tree. <laughs> we can claim as much space as we wish. This is our earth at the end of the day. Uh, and for me, being an immigrant to this land, that was extremely validating in claiming the space because at the end of the day, this earth is our earth. And if I choose to be here, I just have the right to be here. So that was the message for me. Um, and this will carry a message for all of you, and we will get a chance to experience it. 
In five minutes already, okay. <laughs> um, the other essence that you have here is the essence of, okay, it's the essence of St. John's Word. So I am sure that many of you are familiar with the, with the flower, but I brought uh, this book that I recommend. It's a great book on, only on St. John's Word. There are many books, uh, and I will leave it for you to, to take a picture of or, or take notes. Um, this is a beautiful, beautiful plant ally, plant friend, and um, it provides us with so much medicine. And I'm not gonna discuss the Materia Medica of it, I invite you to, to look it up, but it's a very potent flower, and it's so, so delicate, so tiny, so beautiful, and you wouldn't even imagine that it carries such medicine. But uh, the way that I connected with this plant and with the essence that you have in your hands was 6th of July of last year, so it's almost going to be a year, and I was living um, unfulfilling relationship, a long-term unfulfilling relationship, dysfunctional, however, you, that's not the point. <laughs> but I made the decision, 6th of July is my birthday, so I made a decision on my birthday to give myself the best gift I could give myself, which was self-love and liberation. And so I went on this solo camping um, experience in the high Sierras um, of California, and I was camping by St. John's, we're by a pond, and St. John's usually uh, likes high altitude, and you would see it blooming in July, so that was my birthday gift again from the plant quindom. And I noticed the St. John's word there, and I came there for, I think it was three days, three nights, and I didn't forge it right away. I just sat with it and camped and slept by the St. John's word. Um, and eventually, on the, it was on the second night, not even the last night, on the second day, um, I sat by the, by the flower, and the flower invited me to capture its essence. And so that's what I did. I made a flower essence, and that's the essence that we have. And again, the message that I received for me, the meeting, was deep healing. And I had this um, meditation with it, and I received the message that I had to be single. The gift to myself was to be single for one year and to do the deep healing that needed to be done. And so that's the message that it carries, and it's, it worked because that's what I committed to until 6th of July. Well, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen next year, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that, was the, that was the message, and, it, and you know, I'm, I believe that I'm still honoring it. Um, so those are ways that, those are examples on, on how I connected spiritually with these plants that we're going to experience, and really, it's merely an invitation for you to find your own ways. Again, you know what is best for you. You are your own guru. You are your own medicine person. You have that intrinsic knowledge. That's something that we come with um, naturally. And if the, the other mammals don't need to be reminded that they have to connect with their environments. They're always connected. We have that ability to disconnect, but we can reconnect. So opening that door, opening that uh, heart space to just being receptive and and to allow flow to happen, um, it's the magic in it. And then whatever comes up is really yours. Um, you can choose your own way to give your offering. You can choose your own way to connect. So it can be through a walk. It can be with your house plants. It can be with your garden plants. It can be with even a dry plant. It can be with a, in the form of a flower essence. It can be in the form of a tincture. Um, Again, it's all about the intention and the, the, the desire to mutually, mutually benefit each other. Uh, so finding a way that we can benefit our earth, uh, 
would be, in my understanding, a way to pay our reverence and to provide a gift and then be open to receive the messages. And so we're going to be guided through a meditation right now. Um, and again, I invite you to be receptive to what comes up and to be uh, open to any sensations. Um, sometimes it's not very clear. Sometimes it can be strikingly clear. It's really, um, it, it varies. That is something that we cannot um, control. And I invite you to be open to losing control and to just being with that magical space and within that magical space. Another way that we can provide an offering uh, would be through a song. So that's what I will. I feel called to do. But before that, if anybody else uh, from another walk of life, from another tradition, would like to offer a song, I invite you to offer a song or an offering of your choice. I know that today's is Easter, uh, so if someone has feels compelled to share something, I, I open. I openly share this space with you all. Okay. So I will go move forward with a song that I had in mind and maybe after hearing me sing. I am not a singer, by the way, so please <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> um, so we're going to now um, experience a guided plant spirit meditation. So we're going to connect with the spirit of St. John's Word and uh, Redwood Root. Uh, but before doing so, we're going to practice what I just have described. So maybe you can intentionally hold a cup in your hands and allow yourself to... Feel the energy of the plants. I'm going to invite you to find a comfortable seat on your chair, resting your back on the chair, making sure that you're comfortable, that you feel supported. I'm going to invite you to connect with your roots, honor your ancestors, honor the ancestors of this earth, of this play of this piece of land honor our plant ancestors botanical ancestors and before i give an offering in the form of a prayer of a song devotional song to the earth I invite you to give a donation of energy to the plants, to this beautiful St. John's Word, to this beautiful redwood root, and really feeling pure love coming out of your heart, pure appreciation to the earth, to the way that she supports us, And maybe you can say to yourself that you're open to receive any messages that the plant spirit holds for you. Ah. Uh. 
abuelita tierra, las gracias te doy, las gracias te doy. Abuelita tierra, las gracias te doy, las gracias te doy. Por abrirme el corazón a la sanación, abrirme al amor. Por abrirme el corazón a la sanación, abrirme al amor. Abuelita tierra, las gracias te doy, las gracias te doy. We're now going to start and continue this plant spirit meditation. I'm going to invite you to take a sip of your essence. You can keep your eyes open, your eyes closed. It's really up to you. And now I'm going to invite you to go inwards to the best of your abilities. I'm going to invite you to close your eyes. <coughs> Relaxing the shoulders down. Softening the jaw, softening the forehead. And we're going to take a few breaths together. If you feel comfortable in doing so, you may rest one hand on your belly. And as you inhale, I'm going to invite you to feel the belly pushing onto your hand. And as you exhale, I'm going to invite you to feel the belly lead the, leading the way. Inhaling from the belly. Exhaling. Inhaling. And exhaling. So maybe you are already feeling the energetics of the essences. Maybe it is not the case yet. Maybe you're feeling it but unaware of it. In any case, we're going to allow ourselves to connect to the earth. So once more, feel your feet rooted into Mother Earth. Maybe visualize roots coming out of your feet rooting into the earth, expanding. Maybe you can visualize how our root systems are all interconnected. Visualizing those roots connecting with the plants, with the trees. And feeling that deep sense of belonging to this planet, to our Earth. Mm -hmm. 
reminding yourself that you have all the right to be where you're at, that you can claim as much space as you choose to, and that you're open to receive the messages that needs to be delivered to you. And that you too shall share the messages that you need to deliver to this earth and to its people. I'm going to invite you to connect to that sense of belonging and invite that energy to travel all along your legs, all the way up to your heart, to your belly. And allowing the energy to sit here for a while and tuning in with any feeling that may arise. It is absolutely okay if you are not feeling any physical sensation. It is absolutely fine if we are having a hard time visualizing. It is absolutely perfect if we're having a hard time connecting with this meditation practice. Any feeling, any state of being that you may be finding yourself into is absolutely valid and legitimate and has a right to be. I'm gonna invite you to remain open to any thought that may arise. Maybe those thoughts have lessons for you. And any emotion, memory that may come back to surface, those have messages for you. And maybe this is the way that the plants are trying to communicate with you. Maybe this is what St. John's Word and Redwood Root holds for you. As we connect to our roots, to our solar plexus, to our heart center, we're going to invoke the spirits of redwood root, of the redwood trees, of these magnificent sequoias. If visualizing the trees is accessible to you, I invite you to visualize it. I 
and feeling your roots interconnected to this magnificent being, to these three ancestors. having a deep feeling of gratitude for this tree, gifting us with the gift of its essence and finding its way to us today. And remaining open to receive any message that arises I'm going to invite us now to travel to our throat and paying attention to our paying attention to our internal dialogue. Maybe you notice invasive thoughts. Maybe you are judging yourself for this practice, for participating and partaking in this practice. Acknowledging the validity of those thoughts and maybe reminding yourself that those may be imposed by our environment, our fear of judgment, and allowing ourselves to break free from that. I'm going to invite you to invite this energy coming from your roots, traveling all over your solar plexus, your heart, moving through the throat to come back down to your shoulders and arms and hands. Visualizing light coming out of your hands.
And from this place of love and reverence, I'm going to invite you to visualize yourself in a field. Walking through a plain. Feeling the sun caressing your skin. Maybe visualizing yourself barefoot, feeling the grass on your feet. And walking through this field and this beautiful meadow that I see, I invite you to notice this golden flower afar. And we're going to walk towards this golden flower, towards St. John's Word. As we move closer to the flower, I'm going to invite you to sit by it, feeling the grass under your legs, feeling deeply connected to the earth. And we're going to sit in admiration to its beauty. It is time now for us to provide a gift to this beautiful flower. You may visualize yourself singing, offering a dance, offering a plant, some food. and sitting with the plant for a little longer. From your heart center, sending love to the plant and remaining open to receive open to any lesson, remaining an open, receptive vessel. Maybe the plant doesn't have anything to give today, and it only needed to receive some love, and that's absolutely fine.
as you visualize these beams of light coming out of your hands, you may notice yourself sitting by the plant and bringing both of your palms to your heart. and filling your heart with love and compassion. Reminding yourself that the soothing that we may seek externally, sometimes we can provide it to ourselves. Maybe this could be the lesson that St. John's Word is teaching us. That we are fully capable of healing ourselves. If in this visualization practice you feel compelled to forge the flower, I'm going to invite you to pause right there and ask permission to the plant. And wait to hear what the plant has to say. If the plant invites you to forge it, I invite us all to visualize our golden beaming lights, picking up one flower and bringing it to our thong. St. John's Word flowers are edible. And feeling that flower melt in our mouth, that slight bitter taste, And by doing so, by taking the essence of this flower internally, becoming one with this flower, connecting with the flower. I'm gonna invite us now to feel this energy moving all the way to our head and visualizing this golden beam of light traveling from our roots all the way up through our solar plexus, our heart, covering our arms with this resonance of love and traveling all the way up to the cosmos, connecting with our different planes of existence allowing ourselves to resonate compassion, love, acceptance. And whatever teaching these plants brought you today,
going to invite you all to start wiggling your toes, fingers. Allow the movement to expand to your hands, wrists and ankles. And as we come back to this room, I'm going to invite you to bring that cup and lift it up to your forehead and give thanks to the lessons. I thank you all for your trust and for the opportunity to share my humble understandings. Uh, so one last time to connect spiritually with the plants, I invite you to bring an offering, bring something to the plant kingdom. Uh, be open to receive, listen, and um, ask permission before foraging any plants. Um, and if you feel compelled to forage plants, I invite you to research ethical wildcrafting practices. We have a lot of endangered species, and we also have a lot of invasive species. So I invite you to educate yourself a little more before going out into the wild and foraging plants so that we're, you're making sure that you're working in a respectful way and honoring um, nature. Once more, thank you all. I think that it's... We have five minutes, so that's perfect. That gives us five minutes for questions that you may have for me. Um, and I hope that this plans brought you something today. <laughs> um, do you have any questions for me? Sure. Have you ever asked for permission to forage a plant and gotten the response of no? Yes. Um, but that has happened. Uh, the, the biggest no that I have received was actually before giving a hug to a tree. So there is that whole practice of tree hugging, right? And I'm sure that people sitting here are familiar with it. Um, and sometimes we just expect that these huge trees will always be forever giving. Um, but again, we need to ask permission. So before I hug a tree, sometimes I will give a gift and sit, same practice. So offering a gift, sitting and listening and asking for permission. So I asked the tree for permission to, to, give, to receive a hug. And I, re I realized that basically I wanted to receive a hug. I didn't want to give a hug. And that's all, again, a good lesson on reciprocity. Is it coming from a place of us giving or is it just that hunger uh, of receiving a warm hug and receiving soothing and what it, where our responsibility lies uh, to take care of ourselves. So for instance, the tree was a clear no. The tree, want, the tree wanted me to give, but didn't, he didn't want to give. <laughs> I'm like, mm -mm, no. And I sat with myself like, well, why do I feel so empty? And why do I feel this huge void in myself? And I had some healing to do. And really at the end of the day, that's, a good lesson. Those plant allies teach us how to be better humans, really, and remind us what it is to be humans. It is our responsibility to fill our cup. It is our responsibility to be accountable and in charge of our energetics. And we cannot always expect other people to give and provide us with what we need. We need to provide ourselves what we need. So when we feel sometimes, you know, whatever emotions, um, yeah, it is... It, 
it is our it is our responsibility to take care of ourselves. So that was the lesson that the tree had for me. And sometimes, you know, I come across plants and I want to forage that flower so bad, but then I sit with it and the flower is like, well, no. And when you look around, it's common sense. I look around, I'm like, well, this plant is not really predominant right now. It's just trying to propagate. So if I was to forage it, I'm actually not helping the plant. So sometimes it's common sense, and you don't. I don't necessarily have to sit in a meditation with it. It's just what the plants, it, the, the whole picture speaks for itself. Like, no, don't forage me. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not strong enough in this field. I'm not propagated well enough. And sometimes it, it, it will speak to you. And, and it sh it's actually very humbling when the plants say no uh, and when the plants tell you to back off and to take care of your energy. And, and those are good lessons. Thanks for the question. That was a very good one. <laughs> um, anybody else has a question for me or for us? Um, my question is, do you use certain essences for certain emotions that you're feeling at the time, and how does that work? So, speaking about flower essences, um, it, that's actually a very good question because we use flower essences to help us heal at the emotional level. So that's very pertinent. And uh, yes, the different essences have different energetics. And I like to remind people that a lot of people call them back flower essences and give a lot of credit to Dr. Back. Dr. Back did not invent this way of connecting with the plants. And I'm not disregarding, he did very extensive work in compiling a lot of evidence, but it was given, um, it was traditionally used by medicine women. And he came across that. And since he's a doctor, he had the credibility to bring it as a, as a medical practice. Uh, but so yes, they all have different energetics. And again, these energetics are all human written. Some have been used for a long time and I pay my respect to the traditions. Um, and so that's, that's what I do. I, I have educated myself a little bit on how they were used traditionally, but then I also allow myself to feel what they bring and how they speak to me and sometimes, and that's as a practitioner, I heard that there are a few other herbalists here. That's uh, beautiful for us to connect with the plants and find our own interpretation because naturally when we're gonna speak through that lens of ours, the people that need that medicine with that interpretation are gonna naturally gravitate and resonate with your resonance um, or, or your expression of the resonance of the plants and some people will gravitate towards another resonance and that's absolutely fine. But so the way that, for instance, Redwood Brook spoke to me and I don't know of that being an essence, for instance. So I know, I'm not saying that I created it, I'm only saying that it happened. And the message for me was that it's a deeply rooting, uh, grounding energy. Uh, and so I combine it with all of my flower essences because I feel that the energies of the flowers, you know, just like the fruits are very um, um, more, I would say, you know, in connecting with our crown chakras, and then it was important for me to have this deeply rooted energetics. Um, so St. John's word, the way that it spoke to me was that it was a very healing, and uh, very healing essence. So helping us letting go of blockages that we may have in our heart chakra. 
So that is the energetic of it. And then um, I'm sure that you have flower essences here. I also work with flower essences. And um, they all have different energetics with different emotions that we may feel. Some are very potent. I came across some Datura flower in Joshua Tree. Well, I, was, I, I traveled through that. Uh, I tra traveled across country in spring and traveling through Joshua Tree and um, the desert in spring is just amazing because you have all of these flowering um, plants that you get to only see flowering during the, during the spring. So Datura Essence is another one that I really like to work with when we're trying to channel um, information. So that's something that I work really more in channeling um, or mystical uh, realms. Uh, but I invite you, I didn't bring the book, but there are quite a few books on flower essences if you were curious, or we can discuss a little more. <laughs> Thanks for your question. Anybody else has a question for me? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, can you talk a little bit about, and I did want to let everyone know the tinctures that we had today or the essences that we had today are alcohol-free, right? Um, and in herbalism, there's a lot of discussion about whether to use alcohol, whether to use, you know, glycerin, vinegar, other carriers. Um, can you talk a little bit about your decision to not use alcohol in your tinctures? That's a great question, and it allows me to promote myself. I love that. <laughs> Smart. I'm not very, um, I, I love to promote everybody, but when it comes to promoting myself, I don't necessarily do that, so I appreciate it. Um, so, but really the reason why I choose not to use alcohol, I do have a few alco traditional alcohol extractions, but um, I, I practice herbalism my entire life. You know, I was raised in Morocco, that's just what we do. That's how we, that's, that's how we heal, we use plants. And, um, when I moved to North America, I personally have struggled with alcohol and I had a binge, binge drinking disorder for, for a few years. And then I, studied to, I started to study many things, holistic health, etc. I don't want to extend on that, but eventually when I moved to California, I chose to go back to school 10 years later and go back to college and study mental health. And I studied addiction counseling. And then I realized that I wanted to bring, I really wanted to bring my, my gifts in the form of plant medicine to the people, but in an accessible way. And I specifically worked in this uh, in, uh, outpatient intensive program with women. And a lot of women were pregnant. And so for me, it was important to provide them with options that were safe to use during their pregnancy and that wouldn't trigger um, any addictive behavior. So that's where it came from, um, offering people medicine without alcohol. And really, a lot of people that are, um, that are part of a spiritual path usually tend to move away from alcohol. And I don't want to judge alcohol because we've been using it for a long time and it's also a fermentation, it's a way to preserve things. Um, and quite frankly, alcoholic extractions last longer. To this day, we're still excavating tombs and, tombs, tombs, tombs. <laughs> Thank you, not the tombs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and those tinctures that are alcoholic-based, we can still use them because they have uh, a high, that they can be preserved for longer. But as far as the medicine that we use and those vials, they're not gonna last for years. We are actually gonna purchase more of them. Actually, I offer refills so that it's a little, but that's, that's, a, that's a side note. Um, but for the purpose of us and our lifespan, 
it's not going to make a big difference using alcoholic extraction or not. Uh, you can still reach a good saturation level and uh, you have to be ingenious. So again, the plants speak to you. I don't use a traditional um, vinegar extraction. Uh, I've kind of worked in my lab for a little while to find a way to really extract the mo most potency of the plant and, and get to a fully saturated level. And I will actually be offering apprenticeship programs where I teach what, what, I've, what I've come up with. Because I, I do believe that it should be shared. And, when, and I know that it has a higher saturation level than traditional um, glycerin extractions or vinegar extractions, oxymels. Uh, from the color of it. They're as dark as, as uh, alcoholic extraction. So again, and that is all through connecting with the plant. So again, that spiritual connection can really take you a long way um, uh, when we pay our respects to the plants. Thanks for the question. <laughs> Anybody has a question for me? Okay, well, thank you so much for joining. Um, and for your curiosity and your interest in connecting with the plants. I appreciate your trust. Um, and if you are curious about the work that I do, my business cards are available. I'm going to be available for one-on-one -on -one, uh, interactions. And I wish you a blessed Sunday. Thank you. This episode was produced by Kirsten Hedges and produced and edited by Georgie Harris. For more information, visit us at modernmysticshop.com and click on Sunday School.